Weeks Hits Thursday, December 29th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, unlocking tits while cursing out QAnon orbs of doom. Plus, punishing porch pirates by pushing porta potty poop on them. Sexually attracted to paper bags and felonious belly rubbing. All this was your voicemails today. It's time for another distorted view. Test of patience. Heroes in a half shell edition. Ez egy bárkit 
already time is just flying by today for me for you if you weren't close to your phone where you could fast forward oh boy that must have been brutal excruciating so yeah in case you missed the memo tests of patience now are pretty much just theme songs played over and over in different languages that's what we're doing honestly out of all the the television shows and theme songs i could have picked this one's pretty catchy this wasn't hard work to get through right Especially if you're in a certain age group, like mid-30s to mid-40s, I think. If you were a fan of the original Turtles, you were humming along through that entire test of patience. Even though you didn't understand the language, you knew exactly pretty much what was being sung. Uh, my favorite version of that theme song has to be this one right here for the lead singer. He gave it his all. It's like almost operatic, right? That's like the English equivalent, right? I think he went into this job thinking that uh, this was going to be for something more important than just a children's cartoon. Because it's an interesting choice to, to sing the song like that. By the way, if you want someone to blame, uh, this was the work of Mike Henry on Twitter, who let me know about this compilation. Uh, Mike, I'm so sorry. I uh, I thanked him on Twitter, but I called him Mr. Henson. He didn't question that at all. But the, the, re the reason why I did that is there's a listener uh, named Mike Henson, and I wasn't looking uh, closely enough at uh, your real name. Uh, that It was Henry, not Henson. So, uh, you know, I apologize. But thank you very much uh, for that video. All right, let's move on. You know, QAnon is still around. I feel like ever since Trump left office, QAnon hasn't been getting the press they once received. 
which is a real shame because everything they do and say is cuckoo crazy bananas. I mean, these are the same people who believe John F. Kennedy has risen from the dead and is preparing to wow us all by returning to the very spot where he was gunned down. Because that's the first place I want to visit if I'm somehow miraculously brought back to life. The very spot I was shot and killed. I mean, even if you're reanimated, you can still suffer from PTSD. He don't want to go back there. There are other things John F. Kennedy is going to want to do. He's going to want to see his boy. Oh, how John John is all grown up now. What a re... Oh, wait. I forgot. He's dead. Someone's going to have to break the news to Mr. Kennedy. His wife is dead, too. They're all dead. Everyone's dead. Are you glad you're back now? Maybe another trip to Dallas is exactly what you need. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, that was supposed to happen last year sometime, but uh, it, it never did. There were there were huge crowds of, you know, QAnon people were gathering in Dallas, Texas, waiting for JFK to appear. But I guess it's apparently taking a little longer than expected for Mr. Kennedy to, uh, you know, locate all the shards of his skull and super glue them back into place. I think that's what we're waiting on here. And let's not forget about the pedo pizza parlor where children were, uh, you know, stuffed in the basement and they were being sodomized by Hillary Clinton's strap-on or whatever. I think uh, the big problem with Q, uh, QAnon right now is that there's no leadership and the movement is rudderless. Uh, when what's happening is uh, apparently there's a lot of infighting. I've got a clip here of a woman who's actually quitting the QAnon movement. What's funny is she's not quitting because uh, she suddenly realized all of this stuff sounds completely insane. No, no. Even as she quits, she spews nonsense, including the fact she thinks there are orbs floating around her. I don't know what are in these orbs. I think negative energy or spies or something. In reality, she's got a dusty ass house. The orbs she's talking about are simply particles of dirt. Roll the camera. There are a lot of orbs here right now, but that's okay because nothing you say or do right now, Q, is going to stop me. Fuck off, all of you. Seriously, I quit. I quit Q and Q Army. She's holding up a piece of paper that says, uh, I quit Q and Q Army losers. All right, Arnetta the Mood Setter, you quit this bitch. And the reason why I quit is because on December 19th, 2022, Q refused to acknowledge my Q plus 3730. All right, when Q people say shit like this, it makes me think of the Church of Scientology, doesn't it? It's just another, it literally is another cult. She's upset because no one is acknowledging her Q plus 3730. Meanwhile, all I'm saying is the pro TRs in the clay table processing helped me cross the bridge and pass the FN session and top the tone scales. You know what I'm saying? Of course not, because it's gibberish. All right, so this woman's upset because she didn't get her 3730. I think she needs to be placed in a 5150. Those are the numbers that suit her. And the reason why I quit is because on December 19th, 2022, Q refused to acknowledge my Q plus 3730. And I've been doing it for six years. Next year, that means I have to wait for another year. Look at all these orbs. You guys get lost. I'm not coming back. No matter what you do right here with these orbs, just so you know, no matter what happens from here on in Q, I'm not coming back. You're on your own. And in fact, I you know, now that she is leaving Q, she's going to have more time to clean her house. And then the orbs are going to go away because, you know, again, it's dust. And she's going to think that she really did something. They're finally leaving me alone. Now it's because you used a little pledge on your furniture. You wacky cunt. Here on NQ, I'm not coming back. You're on your own. And in fact, I'm taking down the ET transmissions. Fuck you. Fuck all of you on this planet. No, not the ET transmissions. I'm like 95% sure she's not referring to bootleg copies of the movie E.T. But wouldn't it be great if she was talking about that? No more movie night in the Discord. I'm not streaming any more movies for you assholes. All right, I tried to give the E.T. transmissions to Lara Logan. I tried to give them to Steve Bannage. Lara Logan, Lara Logan, I got gang raped a whole bunch of times. Therefore, I'm, an, I'm a legit journalist. Bullshit, Lara Logan. I don't know who Lara Logan is. She might mean Lara Loomer, that name I recognize. Still, this is a low blow. I bet you Lara has her 3730. This lady's just jealous. All you can talk about is the rape at the border. You can't talk about the real pandemic of child trafficking. None of you can. And it's in my E3TT transmissions. Q, fuck you. Seriously, what's the difference between that 
and this. It's like a trampoline for your bridge. And? And having done the cause resurgence rundown, it's like someone has literally taken the governor off of the engine. And finally, you know, we just heard this QAnon person talk about the orbs. All 50 cent perceptics, boosh. You go out there, you get all the data, it comes in, you make decisions. So my speed of particle flow is astronomical. She's got particle flows. These were all certainly words. Some of these were words, I think. By the way, this last woman said uh, she has 57 perceptics. Once you collect 100 perceptics, I think that's good for a free sub in the Scientology cafeteria. So you're well on your way. Good job, honey. You know, I can totally understand why people get excited about Scientology when they watch these videos, but it has nothing to do with what the people in the videos are saying, because again, it's mostly nonsense. It's all about that music, that high energy, fast paced instrumental. And the people talking are all happy, even though you don't understand what they're saying. They're like, yeah, I want all this for me. They seem to know what they're talking about. They seem to have their lives together. Sign me up, man. So I found out that I was gamboling across the wire of knowledge, but I wasn't transporting my crystal clots with me. Scientology helped me beam sprinkle sprockets up the waterfall of majestic nuttleberries. And the felchings are so powerful, my ARZs are jumping. And tit after tit is unlocking for me. The total information transfers are the key to understanding LHR's Congress bridges. And I'm like, there for it all, leveling the DFR's gauge. It's all in the music. These people would be just as interested in Scientology if I said something like, and thanks to Scientology, I'm pressing my ass cheeks tight. And when I fart, the gas travels up my body and out of my mouth. And there I am smelling my digested lunch. And I'm like, wow, the system works. What I'm saying is it's easy to brainwash people. I will be starting a cult soon. Get ready to unlock some tits. Hold on to your sprinkle sprockets. We're going on a trip up the waterfall of magic nuttleberries. All right. Let's finish up with this uh, QAnon lady. Pandemic of child trafficking. None of you can. And it's in my E3TT transmissions. Q, fuck you. I'm telling you, Q, the minute I see you, I'm going to punch you in the temple so <laughs> goddamn hard. It's going to knock you out. All right. It didn't have to putting Q on blast there. Be this way. It never had to be this way. Just give her her fucking 3730. During the sinking of Atlantis, the Archons took over, and that's how long <laughs> it's taken you to get back here and do anything at all. And even though you've gotten back here and you sucked everybody into all of this for this long, nothing has happened. No arrests, nothing. We've got yet another election stolen. No! No, Q! No! At no point does she ever think, maybe Q's not real. Maybe this is all bullshit. Because again, nothing has happened. None of Q's predictions, the great storm that was supposed to come or whatever the hell they were saying. Like None, none of this ever material uh, materializes. Yet she still believes all of this. She's just mad at Q. No matter what happens from here on in, I'm not coming back. You blew it. So next year will be seven years of doing disclosure for you. Fuck you. <laughs> and fuck all you orbs. You may not want to hear this right now because you're a little worked up, but I think you could really benefit from some auditing. I'm going to leave you with this book. It's called Dianetics. I think it can really help you. Is that it, lady? And fuck all you orbs. <laughs> Get the that. fuck out of my house. I seriously mean to Get out. It's clean. That's all you have to do is dust and get like a humidifier or something. I, th I think your house is too dry. Jesus Christ. Well, there you go. Q has lost another soldier. He's very upset by that. Uh, elsewhere in the world, just more misery. I've got a clip here of uh, a bunch of people trying to uh, loot a FedEx truck. This is not one of the, the, the small FedEx trucks. No, this is like uh, the semi truck, like an 18 wheeler has all sorts of good stuff in it. The crowd's demeanor changes. At first, everyone's very excited and happy because they be stealing. Right, they're going to get some packages. The truck is trying to move, right? Uh, there are people hanging off of the truck, and uh, people are screaming to for the truck to back up. Back up and stop so we can steal stuff. Ah! The truck driver... Just stay there. 
FedEx driver and drive under somebody. Yeah, the FedEx driver gets a little scared, right, and uh, takes off the second he uh, he sees that the road is clear. Unfortunately, there were some people on the side of the truck that the the driver could could not see. Specifically, one person who was uh, using a, a tire of the truck to get a boost. That person is now under the t- the tire and is being dragged by the FedEx truck. <laughs> Screaming is the woman who's caught and is being being drugged, dragged. Yeah, you keep banging on the side of the truck. The driver's not going to notice that, and if he does, he's still he's not going to stop the truck now. Fool me once, shame on me. You know, of course, they're not outraged when they're doing the crimes. Last time I stopped, you tried to steal everything from me. Stop this stop the fucking truck! <laughs> oh my god, you can literally hear like her shoes being dragged on the gra- on the on the uh, road. I mean, I think that's her shoes. It might be her knees <laughs> being ground into dust. This is fucked up. Ooh, she's sparking now. This is fucked up. Be some metal buckles on those shoes. Oh my god! Oh my god! This FedEx truck. Oh my fucking god! Fuck! Oh my fucking god! They still dragging them. What the <laughs> fuck? And a valuable lesson was learned that day. I've got another short clip here that features a looter. This specifically is a porch pirate. He was caught. In this neighborhood, they don't call the cops, though. They take care of business themselves. They forced the porch pirate into a porta potty, which was on a street corner, and uh, then they locked him in the porta potty. Yeah, close that door, man. Come on, man. That's his stink, Mo. Yeah, so he's in the porta potty, and. The neighbors tip it over. I can already see the piss and shit seeping out of the corners. If you listen very closely, you can hear the man in the porta potty screaming, Why? What? What? Man, what the fuck? Oh, here. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Oh, my God. The guy filming is loving this. He did. They killed him. They killed the man, he dead. He dead. Hey, don't steal no more packages around here, man. Don't steal no more packages around here. After a few minutes, uh, someone else comes and pushes the, the porta potty over again so the man can get out. Push it over, man. Oh, push it over. He dead. He dead. Now, he's not dead, but he's not doing well. He stinks, is what he does. There, they flip it over again. More shit and piss is just landing all over this guy's face. <laughs> oh my God. Man, don't steal no more packages from around here, man. Oh my God. He did. <laughs> oh my God. He did. He did. <laughs> I love that guy. All right, there you go. Just a little neighborhood justice for your Thursday. Moving on, I've got some airport-related clips. If any of you traveled this holiday season, you know exactly what it was like. It was miserable. Flights being canceled. The weather sucked. Southwest Airlines was the absolute worst. They're still dealing with their shit. Uh, Every day, thousands of flights are being canceled. I think this woman sums up the holiday flying experience succinctly. That little tantrum came from the Miami International Airport. A lot of clips coming from Miami this year. I have another one here. Uh, At at the beginning, it's kind of hard to understand this woman. You can hear her in parts, but it becomes clear pretty quickly. Already bringing religion into the matter. If the Lord was coming, don't you think he would give himself better weather? So no, I don't think the Lord is coming anytime soon. You bitches are dumb. She quickly turns her attention to other passengers. 
who, by the way, are just minding their own business for the most part. As you can tell here, this woman is not getting any satisfaction. Hello? You're in charge, right? She just chucked something at the head of the person who's in charge. Because that type of behavior is what's going to get you on a plane. I'm pretty sure at this point, you, you, you're, you're, you're not going anywhere, ever. I get it. It's a high stress situation. You got a grandpa who's dying. He's in ICU. I think that's what she said. It gets totally incomprehensible here in a moment because she does this thing where she starts to yell and then I think she's trying not to swear. So she's like, I want to go home, you junior. <laughs> Right? It sounds like she's muffling herself. The government, government. My grandpa is dying, and I see you! Again, everyone is in the same boat as you, lady. Like, no one's going anywhere. Don't be screaming at the other passengers. And y'all remember this. My grandpa is dying, I see you. Tomorrow, when you wake up, you won't remember him. Oh, I think everyone's going to remember you, honey. You won't remember none of it. I will remember. Now you're wrong. How about you on the back? Do you love God? Would you die for God? God right now? Get out of here. You're fucking making a scene. I'm making a scene because the government. Oh wait a second! I think the reason why she's mumbling is because her dentures are floating around in her head. Hold on. Making a scene because the government. Yeah, her dentures keep shifting around in her mouth. Oh, I gotta make an animated gif of this. I'm making a scene. Yeah. Because the government controls everything. <laughs> it's not God. Woman. It ain't God no more. It's the government. I don't care. It's fixident. Care. Fixident is the issue. You need more of it. Here come them boys. Uh-oh. Yeah, here come them boys. Now you in trouble. She's uh-huh. not going to be flying to see her grandpa anytime soon. They're coming to get you. All right, I don't think I need to play the rest of this. Although, uh, as the police are taking her away, she loses a shoe. She's losing her shoes, almost losing her dentures. She's a mess. She's in no shape to see her grandpa. The the real theme of today's episode of DV is uh, we're not okay here in the United States. We're all hurting. It's a fucking mess here. Let's check in uh, with overseas. How are things going in England? Not going well over there. Apparently, uh, some woman uh, pissed on another lady's doorstep and was caught. And uh, this is the aftermath of that. Let me out. Then I have a blood problem. There is a bin. Climb over it like a trap. You are, bro. Can you let me out? Seriously, there are a lot of places you could pee. A lot of, a lot of bins there. You could pee under the stairs, and uh, this woman wouldn't have noticed. But you do it right on her doorstep. She wants to be let out. I guess she's locked into this uh, little courtyard type place. I'm sorry, but I have a bladder problem. Like a fucking oh. Well, now she's being hit. I like a fucking trap. Pissing on my fucking doorstep. I'm sorry, but I have a bladder problem. I don't give a fuck. No sympathy there. I've had two kids, bro. I've got bladder problems. You see, I'm pissing on me. I'm not dead. I'm pissing on me. I'm not dead, bro. British women really can screech, can't they? Holy fuck. They've got some pipes on them. No, it's like, can you let me out at least? Bro, there's a bin there, yeah? You know what I would tell her? I'd be like, you let me out now or else I'm going to take a shit on your on your patio or something. Like, I got to go. You let me out. Climb over it, bro. Just start the cracking soon. You're going to get stuck out there. Who's there? Who's the fuck at home, bro? Simon. Simon. Oh, Simon. You wouldn't let me, bro. I'm pissing my doorstep, bro. I didn't mean to. Oh, I, I have a bladder problem, bro. Even he knows that. What the fuck? I'm sure the owner of the house was saying what the fuck when she saw a puddle of human piss on her doorsteps. The video goes on for like another 30 seconds to a minute and uh, no one ever comes back out and, and lets the little the pisser loose. 
Some say she's still locked in that courtyard today, which honestly is not a great move because she's going to have to piss and shit again and probably relatively soon. You know, she's got a bladder problem. Uh, One more clip and then we will get into the news today. Here is another white woman accusing a black person of stealing something. Check your purse. Whatever you think was stolen, just check your purse. It's going to be in there. This lady says that the black man uh, stole a package of hers. So she calls the police here. I'm tempted to check your pockets. In fact, I'm calling the fucking police. As you can hear, she's handling the situation calmly and rationally. Oh, you like the call, ma'am, but I gotta go. No, you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. You know this lady? You are not fucking going anywhere. You might go get this lady. You know her? You just signed that package. You just opened what she got already. Okay, well, I didn't You're take the package. You're not fucking going anywhere. Well, I didn't it's take the package. Fetch. She need to call fetch, fetch and deal with Fetch. But she's not going to threaten me. And she's not. He mispronouncing FedEx. Take the package. She need to call Fetch and deal with Fetch. But she's not going to threaten me. And she's not going to hit me. And if she touch me, I'm going to knock her out. Now, I should say that in the video, it states that uh, there is surveillance video and it clearly shows that this guy did not steal anything. I'm just letting you know. I taken a picture of you. You can I take all the- Oh, call Fetch? Maybe Fetch is a uh, delivery service? Fetch is your home. I am fetch. filming you right now. Oh, Fetch. Okay. You are I don't really believe already. you. You stole my body. Don't hit me, ma'am. Don't you hit me. Don't you, you stole- hit- <laughs> The guy is... <laughs> the third party, this, this other guy, is trying to calm her down by snapping his finger in her face. This is like how you get a dog's attention. Hey, 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 pay attention to me. I'm still blown away that there's a delivery service called Fetch. I, I can't believe I've never heard of that. My Don't mala. hit me, ma'am. Don't you hit me. Don't you you hit stole me. my mala. You stole fizzy lifting drink. I never stole anything from I'm you. I'm reporting this to the fucking landlord. I don't care what you do. Listen, I didn't steal anything listen, from you. Everybody in this hallway is here. I really don't care. Everybody, Fetch is a bunch of thieves. You need to get you some medication. Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, you, you need do. You need to do your job. I am you definitely 100% reporting you. You stole my jewelry out of this package. Girl, I'm not happy. Jewelry. Oh, so she has the package, but there's nothing in it. Okay. I'm not happy. Empty your fucking pockets. I'm not answering nothing. And I have to go. Could you please get her? You have nothing to hide. I'm not proving anything to you. Not a thing. Actually, you if do. If you touch me, I'm going to knock you out. If you touch me, I'm going to knock you out. Empty your fucking pocket. I'm not emptying anything, ma'am. <laughs> Come on. You're being recorded. Come on. You sure are. I don't know who this white guy is. Uh, but he's like dragging her. He grabs her coat and is pulling her. You might want to get her. That's something you could not do if you were a black man, right? You might want to get her. He must know her. You stole my soul. Crazy. I am reporting you for stealing my package. Do whatever it is you have to do, ma'am. You stole my package. I am definitely reporting this to facts. Why would I steal your package and give it to you? So I'm thinking that this guy is actually the fetch delivery man. And this lady is saying that, uh, she, you know, he, he stole the <laughs> stole the contents of her package. She's trying to act like uh, this jewelry was like uh, tens of thousands of dollars. It was shipped in an uh, Amazon envelope. You know, like one of those type of packages. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Follow report. Why would I give you an empty package if I steal it? That's true. There's more effective ways to steal Amazon packages. Delivering them has to be one of the worst ways. Not a lot of happy clips for you today. I feel like I got to leave you with with something a bit positive. Try new peanut butter aids. Not positive like that. I searched far and wide. I really did. This is the best I could come up with. Here is a happy, positive clip for you. Oh, man, I love this. I love that paper bag. You have to listen closely. Uh, We're in a shopping mall here, and uh, there is a creepy man approaching a woman. 
uh, to comment on her paper bag. Apparently she purchased something from a store. They put it in a bag. And this guy loves bags. Oh, man, I love bags. He loves bags. I love that paper bags. Yeah. Yeah, love those sounds. <laughs> he just, he then just sort of kneels down and starts crinkling her bag. It's very invasive. I love those sounds. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could date one of you. I'm pretty sure he's not talking to about or to the women because he's looking at the bag when he's saying this. I wish I could date one of you. Yeah, I wish I could date one of you. Also, God, I need to I need to post this video <laughs> on my Twitter sheet or something because he puts his hand in his pocket and he's pulling at something. Yeah, I wish I could date one of you. I mean, it's a happy clip for him. Like, he got to see a paper bag, an attractive paper bag. For the woman who had to deal with this man, I'm sure it was horrifying. But again, I'm sorry to say, this is the best I have for you today. Now, one thing I was wondering, you know, we've featured clips where, you know, guys have been attracted to uh, balloons, lunars, uh, they call themselves. A lot of autistic people are really into inanimate objects. Uh, that guy, Brian Roper, uh, he has, uh, what, like 10,000 plastic chairs that's like his thing we featured him uh, multiple times on dv maybe this guy is attracted to well we know he's attracted to paper bags but is that a thing is that like a real fetish are there uh, other paper baggers out there guys who collect and jerk off on paper bags or you know masturbate while crunkling paper bags we need to research this further that's your homework assignment today. Right now, though, thankfully, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news. This is the last episode of the week. If you are non-paying freaks, uh, it's another reason why now is a great time to sign up for the Sideshow. You'll grab uh, yesterday's Sideshow exclusive episode and tomorrow's Sideshow exclusive show. Just to sweeten the pot a little bit, I still have some holiday deals for you. Check out superfreaksideshow.com. Sign up, become a true and honorable freak today. It really does help the show out. This is how I make my living. And every week we do exclusive programs, you know, just for Sideshow members. Again, superfreaksideshow.com. Also, don't forget, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, there's an even easier way to get new Sideshow episodes. You can just uh, use those apps and tap. Tap your way to a subscription. Yes, you can sign up in Spotify and Apple Podcasts and utilize those apps to get uh, the new episodes. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. And finally, last way to help uh, help support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. And I have to say it, thank you so much to all of my patrons and Sideshow members. You guys are the reason the show continues. All righty, three very quick stories. Uh, the first one comes from Joliet, Illinois. John Claude Van Damme? No, jo John. John Claude Novak. Not the muscles from Brussels. Not even the muscles from Illinois. Uh, he's a 27-year-old Crest Hill man who experiences pleasure, according to Will County prosecutors, by touching the stomachs of pregnant women. Well, now that's a little more intrusive than just grabbing their paper bags. I think most women would prefer that weirdo to this weirdo. He uh, apparently got caught uh, touching the stomach of pregnant women a couple times. He now faces felony charges, according to the criminal complaint. Joliet police arrested Novak back in November in connection with an incident inside of a Walmart on Jefferson Street back on October 26th. Last week, the Will County State's Attorney Office filed three formal charges against Novak, two felony counts of aggravated battery. I mean, just for rubbing a woman's stomach? I mean, I get that it's creepy and it's wrong, but, you know, other felonies include murder and, you know, grand theft auto and, and stuff like that. I bet you if he knew that he was going to be charged with felonies, he would do way worse stuff. He'd shoot the women in the face first. Then they couldn't run away, right? He could he could rub their stomachs all he wants until their corpse belly deflates because, you know, the baby dies inside. I don't really know how pregnancy works or how death works. It's like a balloon, right? You kill someone and they deflate. The trick is to just leave the corpse alone because after a few days, the uh, the gases in the in the in the body 
will will cause the stomach to bloat once again. And it'll kind of be like she's she's pregnant, right? Then you can rub the stomach. All right. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Novak also has a 2015 criminal conviction after touching a pregnant woman against her will while she was out shopping at the Kohl's store on Route 59. According to Novak's latest charges in Joliet, he made physical contact at the Walmart with a woman in that said defendant kneeled down in front of the woman who was visibly pregnant and rubbed her belly with both of his hands. And he moaned <laughs> as if experiencing pleasure. He, he probably would have got away with it if he didn't moan. You know what I mean? He could have just been like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, uh, you know, I love babies. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Like, it's still super creepy and invasive, but it's not, there's not like a sex component to it. When you're like, oh, it adds a layer of ick, right? On June 25th, 2015, Novak pleaded guilty to the crime of disorderly conduct and was given two years of court supervision, uh, plus $425 in court fines. The judge ordered Novak, then 20, to have no future contact with the victim. Novak was also ordered to undergo a psychological evaluation and comply with its recommendations. At last week's hearing, Novak entered a not guilty plea, bold move, to his three latest charges. He was previously released from custody by Joliet police on an I-bond, whatever that is. Novak's preliminary hearing is set for January 12th. So we may have an update for you if new information, new creepy information becomes available. Can't wait for that. Second story we have for you today. Well, as one year ends and another begins, it's fun to think about upcoming trends. One of the biggest, soon to be smallest trend, is of the ass variety. For the past 10 years or so, people have been obsessed with big, fat, juicy asses. Like obscenely large asses. Disgustingly large asses in some cases. That all may be changing. On TikTok, for instance, users are speculating that Kim Kardashian had her butt implants removed. Cardi B recently shared that she had her implants removed as well and cautioned others against getting butt injections. And the New York Post ran a headline that said, Bye Bye Booty. Not only may we be re-ushering in an age of uh, tiny little cute butts, but for a while in the 90s, there was this thing called heroin chic. Yet another reason I love the 90s. That's what everyone aspired to look like, a fucking heroin addict. That was the height of fashion <laughs> like in the mid-90s. Oh, it was so awesome. All right, from Uggs to low-rise jeans, the fashion world is seeing a resurgence of questionable trends from two decades ago. I'm all for it. I want to be draped in flannel. I want baggy clothes, rayon shirts, big, long, flared-out Jenko jeans. I want to be dragging in dirt and twigs and <laughs> soaking up puddles and stuff. In early October, Bella Hadid closed out Paris Fashion Week uh, in her tiny form, nearly naked on the runway, as a dress was spray-painted onto her skin. Yeah, I, I also want to be wearing that. Days later, uh, in Milan, waifish girls paraded down the runway with bared midriffs, very 90s, some of them modeling the micro miniskirt. The skinnies sashaying down the runway are a drastic shift from the slim, thick, and body positivity that has been in vogue in recent years. Experts say the new obsession with thinness isn't limited to the Hollywood and Fashion Week crowds. Quote, now that high fashion runway brands are putting skimpy clothes on the runway for restrictedly scrawny and bare women, it trickles down to fast fashion brands in a matter of days or even hours. The next minute, the clothes that uh, suit lanky girls are all over your For You page on Instagram and Twitter timelines. Pilates classes are doubling in, uh, doubling in size. Others are turning to more questionable lengths to quickly shed pounds with suddenly trendy diabetes drugs such as Ozempic, suddenly popular with celebrities. Yeah, I've seen those commercials for Ozempic. I was intrigued as well. It's all about getting your uh, O1C levels, A1C levels down, or whatever the hell those things are, right? That's what the drug is supposed to do. But then uh, these drug makers know what people want because they're like, hey, and uh, as a bonus, for some weird reason, Ozempic has been shown to uh, cause dramatic, wonderful weight loss. But, uh, you know, we don't prescribe this drug for weight loss. It's, it's only for diabetes, people. Wink, wink. I need to get on that stuff. I'm just going to continue eating like shit. Then I can get on Ozempic. 
Oh, I'm hoping for a diabetes diagnosis. All right, on Instagram and TikTok, the hashtag Thinspo. Oh, remember Thinspiration? We cover that movement extensively. I got a content strike on YouTube because of a stupid Thinspiration video we did. Remember, remember we found like some Thinspiration fetish site? These people were all just anorexic, like completely just bone. But I was like taking a marker to the pictures to highlight problem areas, you know, stuff that the women really should be working on. In between your fingers, it's a little, getting a little flabby. I see a little fat there. Just a, a horrible monster. Yes, hashtag Thinspo has been banned. Oh, and now redirects users to mental health and eating disorder resources. But similar hashtags such as Fitspo and what I eat in a day and body check. They're all very active on TikTok. Studies have found that eating disorders, particularly among adolescent girls, spiked during the pandemic. And a recent study found that TikTok promotes toxic diet culture and glorifies extreme weight loss. Wow, heroin chic is in. Eating disorders are in. Is it wrong that I feel so nostalgic for that right now? They're horrible things, but... Uh, Right now, though, they feel like home. All right, uh, final story we have for you. Just like the first segment of the show, this new segment doesn't feature a lot of happy stories. The last one I have for you today is no different. Just to give you an idea, it's about a rapist being freed from jail. And a happy new year. Yes, uh, for this story, we're going to Pakistan. A Pakistan court freed a rapist after he married his victim in a settlement brokered by a council of elders. I hate to ask this question, but uh, is the rape victim okay with this deal? Did she have a say in the matter? The decision has outraged rights activists who say it legitimizes sexual violence against women. Yeah, I mean, the guy is kind of getting everything he wanted here. Pakistan sounds like one of those countries that would have crazy rules uh, about marriage. Like, uh, you know, a woman can't claim rape if it's her husband who's fucking her. So now this guy who raped this lady is going to get to fuck her all he wants, anytime, and she can't say anything about it. This guy has some really good lawyers, I think. Uh, yes, DeWalt Khan, 25, was sentenced in May to life in prison by a lower court. This is quite the reversal of fortunes for this guy. He was released from prison on Monday after the high court accepted an out-of-court settlement agreed by the rape survivor's family. Not the rape victim, the, the rape victim's family. I bet you there was a cow or, you know, some livestock trading hands here, you know, to sweeten the pot. There's always livestock in these trades. All right. Uh, the rapist and the victim are from the same extended family. So an even better reason to let this rapist marry his victim. They're cousins. They have a lot in common. Both families have patched up after an agree patched up. After an agreement was reached with the help of the local Jirga, that's a traditional council, I guess, Khan was arrested after his unmarried victim delivered a baby earlier this year, and a paternity test proved that he was the father. Rape is notoriously difficult to pros uh, prosecute in Pakistan. This was successfully prosecuted. He got life in prison. The conviction rate is lower than 3% of cases that go to trial. And apparently the ones that are successfully tried are easily fucking reversed. Few cases are reported because of the associated social uh, stigma. Also, like, what's the point? Especially if like, shit like this happens. The Human Rights Commission of Pakistan said it was appalled by the ruling. Yeah, rape is a non-compoundable offense that cannot be resolved through a feeble compromise marriage, the group tweeted. In rural Pakistan, village councils known as jirgas are formed of local elders who bypass the justice system. That sounds ancient and fucking backwards, although their decisions have no legal value. Well, it sure helped in this case. Well, there you go. One last happy news story on this very happy day. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, as always, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. All right, we've got some patrons calling in. Yes, Colin? Hello, Timmy Boo. Jagoo. It's Unicorn Hamster checking in. Of course. I think I misspoke the last time I called. Uh, said something when you mentioned something about your dad, uh, him being behind the times 
reminded me of my dad. Had nothing to do with him uh, being homophobic. That was my dad. Oh, your dad. dad. Okay. uh, Came from a very conservative environment. He wasn't about the gayness. He was about the God. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah, my dad really wasn't that religious. I think that's why he was okay with the queers. He upset with me when I was listening <laughs> to that NWA tape back in 1990. Oh, the blacks. But uh, thank the man because that made me love hip-hop or even more. Yeah, the bell. And I just want to share my story with you. I was feeling horny on Christmas Eve. And my lady came to see me. Well, she was, we were spent a lot of time this week. I have the week off and. I wanted a fuck, and uh, so I said, let's go to the bedroom, sugar, and uh, we were getting it on. I was on top. I always start on top, and we switch, but as I was on top, this stench, I smelled something, and... uh, Are you about to throw your woman under the bus here? Sometimes my cat, I got a new cat. Oh, okay. (laughs) She takes a shit. And little clusters of poop get stuck to her tail, and she'll go on my bed. And sometimes, uh, well, one other time, she left a little turd nugget by the pillow. So I thought I thought the bitch fucking left a turd, but it was actually fucking with me because I was starting to lose my erection. That's bad news, and that yeah. never happens. But the stench was distracting me. We switched, and I looked around. I didn't tell her nothing. Uh, it wasn't her, but then I realized uh, it's kind of cold out here, and I had an extra space heater, and the uh, uh-huh. wind was... It's like, where is this story going? <laughs> kind of cold. Something to do with a space heater. Something's heating up. Out here, and I had an extra space heater, and the uh, wind was blowing into my ass. <laughs> and I remembered I took the shit earlier, but oh. the hot wind was flowing up my asshole, and oh. I got the stench of my own shit while I was fucking. And I, I got this hemorrhoid issue. I, oh Jesus! Sometimes when I wipe my ass, a little- I don't know who you're dating, but she is a lucky lady. You know, by the way, she could probably smell that too. You know, the scent is right by your face. It's also right by her face. Shit gets underneath that hemorrhoid and I have a hard time wiping it. I think that's what happened, but I never let her know. Good deducing there. I'm hoping hoping she didn't know this either. Anyways, Jagoo. Uh, well, thank you very much. It's uh, it's always fun when there's a, a little unicorn hamster story time. <laughs> Timothy James Henson, this is Twink Toilet again. Twink Toilet. calling in too much. Not really. I've, it's been a while. I called in the, like yesterday, but anyways. I know yesterday, it was like the day before. It, 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 it's relevant. Um, I'm calling, this is the second time I'm calling, replace the other um, yeah, yeah. message because I have a more concise story to tell you. Okay. Um, basically parents were with me for holidays um my boyfriend sent me a sex toy called the cock block didn't know he was doing that opened it up parents almost saw it i had to tell them it was like some sort of anime k-pop shit so they wouldn't look it was very embarrassing very hilarious (laughs) um i'm gonna tell you that story uh the second thing was the caller that called in and said that for the 20th anniversary you should do a live show and have white people come I'm totally down for that. I will, whatever. I already live in Ohio, so whatever you need, like. I'm sorry, I'm I'm still stuck at Cock Blocks. I had to look this thing up. Uh, you can get 10% off at Cock Block Toys. I'm, I'm not getting a cut of that. I just saw the little pop up. You deserve mind blowing. It's like a device that has multiple holes. And uh, I think the idea, if I'm reading this correctly, it's for like if you are a if you're a gay guy and you're dating a gay guy, but you're both tops. You both like to fuck holes. Um, you've got a device now that can accommodate. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you need options. You and your buddy might both be tops, or you might be a side, or maybe you just don't have time to prepare for penetration. You're like unicorn hamster. You might have shit caught under your hemorrhoids, and the stink is bothering you. We get it. Life is busy. That shouldn't stop you from making a connection when the moment hits. You want hot encounters. You want maximum action. You want the cock block. 
And sure enough, it is a device where two penises can go into it. So, okay, all right, very interesting. That's a nice Christmas present. To, to the baby Jesus is um, weeping. Need some sort of, like, help or whatever. I, I fucking live in oh. Columbus. I will help. I would love to, to come to that, bring my boyfriend. It would be amazing. Meet other freaks. It's a genius idea. So Thank it's you. two years away, a year and a half. So please do consider it. I love that idea. So... Um, yeah, no, seriously, that's that shit's gold. And all right, all right. Look, I'm considering it. I'm uh, uh, I'm thinking about things. Wow. Hey, Timmy Boo, this is uh, Lars in California. Hey, Lars. I got a, a bit of a moral dilemma for you. Uh, yesterday, the 27th, my birthday. So I'm now 61 years old. I'm not sure if I'm officially your oldest listener or not, but I'm not You sure. don't sound like a 61-year-old. I'm questioning this already. Are you lying to me? Are you fucking with me, man? Are you fucking with me? me Fuck you! Up there. Fuck you! Um, and tomorrow I retire from my job. So, so here's the moral dilemma for you, Timmy. Obviously, I'm calling on the Patreon line. So uh, are you going to stick with your 2012 presidential platform and up the off uh, with mandatory oh you're worried that i that i want to kill you or are you gonna keep accepting my uh, ten dollar a month patreon payment plus my uh monthly side show mm, yeah we're gonna have to alter some of my plans as much as i dislike the near deads i like money more i need to eat man you've seen me Obviously, listeners of Distorted View are exempt from the mandatory euthanasia campaign, right? You're one of the good ones. You know, like when racist white people say that about like the one black person that they're friendly with or their co-worker. Oh, you're one of the good ones. It's, it's the same thing, basically, except less racist and more ageist. So, yes, I decree that uh, you you shall live as long as you keep paying. It's like those subscriptions, you know. The the second you, you stop subscribing, I'm sorry, you don't get the benefits anymore, and I will have to hunt you down. Really, really curious to see uh, where you come down on well, the look, show. Take care. Look, I'm just trying to scrape on by during this uh, inflation or recession or what the hell's going on here. That trumps everything, including my uh, closely held beliefs and morals and convictions all out the fucking window all right uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program I want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com voicemail line for you 206-666-4463 that's 206-666 oh god is it oh god fuck you fuck all of you on this planet and fuck all you orbs Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Remember, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. You know what that means? It's the, it's the last episode of the week. This is the last episode of the year for you free freaks. On Monday, we will be starting a new week and a new year. So I guess I should say thank you so much for a great 2022. It wasn't all great. Let's be perfectly honest. Some of it sucked. The world is in shambles. We lost some distorted view freaks. But look, if you're listening, you made it through. And I can't thank you enough for being a part of this podcast and helping me through it, through it all. Uh, I will see you back on Monday to start a new year of programs. Until then, Happy New Year. Bye, everybody. that the 2022 season comes to an end you blew it fuck off all of you seriously good night and fuck all you orbs this has been another excellent podcast from the scribe media group learn more at scribe.net